Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Alex. Welcome back to the Dead Lounge Podcast. Today we're talking about starting things. It's a little bit of a story about like what that means and how we're like why yeah, we're talking cause, about cause it. Because that's that's a that's a vague that is that's a vague description. Well, we did we did an update video a little bit ago talking about how we're moving and yep. like all that. We finally got an apartment lined up, and Alex was talking about how it's been it's been very frustrating, like the whole system of like getting out there. Yeah. This, so so uh, this is this is our first place like out of our parents' house, and but it, it is <laughs> it is official. We're going to be moving, so content's going to be a little bit weird in the next like month or so. Yeah. Uh, so that that said, yeah, this was this was a process. <laughs> this was this is the whole like like starting things. What that means of just. With the move, as an example, getting out of your parents' house, getting your first apartment, when you have, like, no previous renters, rental experience, you have either very little or no credit. Yeah, that, there's there's a, a lot going against people uh, nowadays who are trying to start, you know, anything, really. Right. And it's it's one of those things where you you think back on you know when you talk to uh, parents or you talk to uh, you know older people who remember when they were our age of going out and doing exactly what it was that we we're trying to do and it's just one of those this this wasn't as hard right it it, it literally was not is as hard to do. Now, that was one of my dad's big things, why we were, we were having so much trouble finding a place, and my dad would just go on about, like, I don't understand why this is, like, so so hard. Is like, as he, him and my mom got an apartment, got their first apartment, like, straight out of their parents' house, like, very little problems. They just, they just moved. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the big issue... I think is you know, well. There's there's a lot of issues, but it, it's you know you. Here here's how I I'm here's where I'm coming from, and and I'm kind of rambling here, but. We are in our early twenties. Mm -hmm. The majority of our life we've spent in school. Then we leave high school and immediately, we got to go to college because you need college to get a good paying job and blah blah blah. And that's something that it either works out or it doesn't. And you, you can go back. You can always go back and finish. You can always uh, drop out because maybe college isn't for you. But regardless, we spent the majority of our life in school. And unless we're in a situation where either our parents can pay for something or we're extremely lucky and get scholarships or something like that, you don't have, you know, that that limits your options. Mm -hmm. Like instantaneously, your your availability to go off to college or do anything at that level when all you've done your entire life is live with your parents and go to school. Whatever options are available to you after that point can change your entire course. Mm -hmm. 
and and it's that's that's limiting enough depending on whatever you know uh income bracket your family lives in right and and that's like a lot of what we're talking about too like since brought up like it depending on income bracket a lot of the things that we're talking about is frustrating to talk about with some people because it does not apply to rich kids yeah i, like, I mean it, it's it's it doesn't apply to people who can just afford anything yeah <laughs> like so a lot of our problem with like finding a place is just finding someone who will give us a chance yeah because what <laughs> like, what it, what it boils down to is uh we we don't have rental history because why why would we have rental history at this age right when when all we've done is is live with our parents while going to school you know that's that's the the big thing you either go to, go off to college immediately or you get a job or you get a job while going off to to college but unless unless like circumstances force you to you don't often go out and rent a place immediately after Mm-hmm. And even then, you need you need some sort of credibility. You either need a job to basically prove that you can pay the rent, or you need rental history to prove that you can uh, to that they have someone to call on and say, "Is this person reliable?" Or you need good credit, which if you've been living with your parents or you're extremely young. You don't have a credit card. You don't have bills. And the bills that, that we pay, you know, as as a, uh, uh, as technology advances and, you know, modern <laughs> science and blah, 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 cable is becoming obsolete. Everybody's just buying subscription services, and you can get your channels to your subscription services. You know, there there's nothing that I watch on Netflix or Hulu that I can't get on uh on a, a cable network so that's that's one bill that would help build credit that i don't need to pay for right because there are other options nowadays but those other options don't count as bills right like my my the the charge that netflix takes out of my account every month that doesn't it count as a does bill. not count as a bill so i don't get any credit because i have netflix yeah the the, the charge <laughs> for, for hulu that doesn't count as a bill so that's not going to go towards building uh, building your credit. I have, you know, Xbox Live because I need that in order to use any online service on an Xbox. That doesn't count as a bill. So at, at this point, what do you have that you can do mm-hmm. in order to build up credit? Yeah. And so it's like you have no credit, you have no rental history. In our case, we're moving out of state and... You know, we're both 20-somethings working in customer service. We don't have a job lined up out there. We have to find one when, you get, when we get there. Yeah, and and, and, like, and that also has, has its issues. If you're moving <laughs> to a new area, most places, even if they call you because they're interested, they want you to be out there. They want you to be able to start right away or at least be able to interview right away. It, it's not as easy to just you know, pick up the phone and do an interview and, yeah, and get, there's get some the job. Yeah, who, like, that, like, will try to work with you and do a phone interview or do a Skype interview. But, yeah. like, a lot of places, they, they want you to be there. Yeah. 
And, and even if they do do an interview over the phone, you're probably not going to get the job until they do a, a second interview in person. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've had phone interviews where they went really well. And they called me to come in for a second interview. And the second interview was basically the same as the, the phone interview. Just face to face. Nah, jobs are another thing. Like, this this whole, like, everything, like, the system just being set up to make you fail is, is basically what what we're getting at here. Well, I, and... And I remember, because it's not even just, like, finding an apartment. It's literally anything. Like, if you're, if you're not supremely lucky, or you don't have a lot of help, you're set up to fail. <laughs> that's that that's something that that never never struck me until this year maybe the end of last year and that's you know you you this was something that they drilled into us in elementary school and they drilled into us in middle school and then they started tapering this off at high school which is you know follow your dreams, you know, shoot yeah. uh, shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, <laughs> you'll land among the stars, kind of thing. That sentiment is very optimistic and doesn't... It's a great sentiment. But it, but, <laughs> like... it doesn't, but it doesn't take into account anything really real. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... Like... I, I every of out of everything we learn in school, you know, they they do teach you that things work out in the end and you can, you know, do what you want to do, especially when you, you know, live in, in uh live in America and in, you know, land of the free and opportunities and all that. And the higher up the closer you get towards accomplishing, you know, whatever or starting whatever goals you have in mind, you know, that you've been Dream about dreaming about when you're in high school or whatever. The closer you get towards starting that, the more you realize that was that was kind of a lie, and and it's not that it was a a. To me, it it's 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 one of the the worst lies. Because it's not entirely false. You can do the things you set out to do. Yeah. But it you're won't... Just, you're just not prepared for, like... Yeah. The obstacles along the way. Nobody prepares you for that. There's there's a lot that, that, that the system doesn't prepare you for. And, and, it, and the, the, the fact is that inexperience helps so many other people, you know, profit off of that. And those those industries are the industries that kind of run a lot in this country. Mm-hmm. See, it it hit me like the the being set up to fail kind of thing. That hit me when like I brought it up before when I was looking for my first job because it really hit me. I was out of high school the first like when I first started working. I was in college and I hadn't started a job then because like I didn't drive I wanted to focus on school all of that kind of stuff but 
I ran into a lot of situations of like, well, why haven't you had a job yet? You have no work experience. Like, why why would we hire someone with no experience? And it's just like, I, I need a job to get experience. Yeah. And I need experience to get a job. You're a grocery store. You're who I'm supposed to be getting my first experience with. And, like, you want me to already have had experience. Yeah. Like, I, I, got, my, <laughs> I got my first three jobs on a fluke. Um, it took me forever to find a like a hiring manager who would give, give me a chance. chance. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I got my first three jobs on a fluke. It was basically the first one. Uh, the first one I worked at a little burger joint mm-hmm. in town. That we moved to this town, and I'd been going to that burger joint maybe like four times a week since I moved there because I lived literally like a five minute walk away from the place so they knew me they knew me to the point where they I didn't even have to tell them what I wanted to order I would open the door they'd see me they'd say hey and they'd start cooking my food and I would just give them the money right (laughs) uh like three years into that relationship with this place I I see they're, they're hiring they don't even hand me an application because they're out. They hand me a, a, a menu and ask me to put, you know, address, name, and phone number on the back of this thing. I write on the back of this menu, I hand it in. Like, I come in a couple days later, buy some food, get home. I get home to a phone call from them. I walk back, and they're just like, oh, if we would have, like, we never knew your name this entire time. If we would have known that this was you, we wouldn't have let you leave the store. We would have just done the interview then. And the dude didn't even interview me. He just asked me, like, you know, you know, hey, my name's John or whatever. Nice to finally know your name. When can you start? I can start tomorrow. Okay, here's a hat. So you got that, like, your regular customer. They know and like you. So. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, the, the, next, the next job was, at, uh, was a few years later at uh, 7-Eleven. That was when I went there with... Uh, I think it was me, you, and a couple of our friends went to get sushi, mm-hmm. and we came back to that Seven Eleven, and that cashier asked me if I played the drums. And every time I went to that Seven Eleven, like on my way to school, she would just have a random conversation with me about something like that, of like, "Hey, have you learned to play the drums yet? Or what are you doing in school?" That kind of thing. And after a while of doing this, I went in, and she's just like. Do you have a job? No. You should work here. And I thought she was joking. I thought it was just her being polite. But then she left, like, walked away from the from the register to go get the manager and brought the manager up. And the manager was like, oh, you come in here all the time. You're pretty quiet. You seem nice. What's your phone number? I'll call you when we have a position available. <laughs> and she did. But that was like, those were such random fluke moments. Mm-hmm. And that took, like, time to build those relationships with those people. Right. Like, like that's not something that you can just do on a whim. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's, yeah, it, it, it's frustrating how, how difficult it is to get anything off the ground. You know, uh... Yeah, it's especially this... 
what we're doing right now. Like, we don't exactly have, like, huge connections in, like, in the industry, but, like, we're trying to make something of this. Yeah. And, like, we we don't really have connections. We don't have an established fan base. We have just us and our mic and, like... <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's... And our ambition. <laughs> <laughs> well... But, like... <laughs> and and that, that was something that, like... That, that's something that really, really hits me, especially right now. And, and it, it goes back a ways to support. That can really change a lot about your, your situation. Yeah. Even, like, I've, I've been doing YouTube off and on for years. Yeah, I've been lo- do- longer, I've been than, longer since... than we've had our channel. Yeah, I've been doing YouTube off and on since, like, 2007. And I've still, my channel has, like, 40 subscribers. <laughs> and, and it's without that support network. And a lot of it is because I had just little things in my life that stopped me from reaching my YouTube potential. I didn't have any YouTube friends. I never made a connection with a bigger YouTuber who could do a shout-out, like... And, and those things are kind of necessary, especially now. Like, like, there's so many YouTubers that I know of that, like, they got big because they got a shout-out. They did a collab with someone who is bigger than them. Yeah. But if you can't, like, get anyone, once again, to give you that chance, <laughs> you're kind of screwed. Yeah. It, and it, and it, it's like... There's two stories that I really want to tell, especially if we're getting on this topic, and one of them is of my greatest failure. Mm-hmm. And that's, I had a dumb idea when I was 17 of I wanted to start a cartoon. And it was a, of course it was a cartoon about video games. It was basically going to be like, let's plays, but animated into a, into a show. Right. Uh... And I did this whole thing of, like, going to my friends and asking if people wanted to, you know, voice characters and started writing outlines and all this stuff. And I needed to know, like, who can animate this? How can I get this off the ground? And I spent some time and watched a bunch of animations on, uh, on YouTube and found animators and tried contacting them. And I think... The only ones that replied, or the only person that replied to me was Ego Raptor, basically saying that he doesn't, he doesn't do things like this, because I think he thought that I was trying to commission him to animate this for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that was as far as that conversation went. Then even if it was a rejection, though, like the fact that he contacted you is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, because that was, like, like right... Of, uh, that was a little bit after he did sequelitis. <laughs> um, but then I tried contacting... Uh, then I watched, like, an an- like way, way back in the day, the animated episode of Red vs. Blue. So I tried contacting Rooster Teeth mm-hmm. to see if they could, like, you know, tell me who animated that for them. And 
They didn't answer. I did a little bit more digging, and I found the animation company that that did that. Right. And the whoever answered the phone had no idea what I was talking about, but they knew that I was talking about a show. And so they're just like, okay, I'm going to transfer your call to someone who can get you... Uh, get you the, the information that you need and transferred me over to a director who took the time to listen to the pitch that I had and went over everything with me of just like, okay, I like the idea. Here's, I can't give you any numbers until we have a script. Here's, you know, things that you could do to make the script less expensive. Here's things that would make the script more expensive. Basically, comedy, less expensive. Action, that's more expensive. And he just went over this back and forth with me and said, all right, if you can find funding, if you can find funding and you write a script, let us know and we can do what we, we can see what we can do, which was amazing to me. Right. Because it that was most of my summer was just phone calls and, and messaging random people I didn't know. And then one of the... the game ideas was for Castle Crashers. Or one mm-hmm. of the cartoon uh, cartoon games was basically Castle Crashers. So I decided to go to Newgrounds and, and contact the founder, Tom Fulp. And he responded. <laughs> and he was basically like, I like the idea. Show me a pilot and I'll, I'll fund it. And that was that was amazing to get that response. And so I went to my friends and it was just like, Guys, we can actually do this. Help me write a script. I have an outline. Help me write this thing. And my friends basically looked at it and said, That looks good. Write more of that. That's not help. Right. Cause at this point I'm I'm not I'm not a writer. I don't know how to script write. I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I need the help. <laughs> this could actually pay off for us if we put in the work now. And uh, yeah, but the support of the people around you and like how they like will support or help you it means a lot. Yeah, and 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 so many so many of those same people like like my my parents have said this a, a couple of times, and those friends have said this a couple of times where. It wasn't until years after the fact when I bring the story back up and I can go and show them the messages between me and some of these people and it's basically, oh, we didn't realize that you had gone this far. It's like, yeah, but I involved you in the process. I was telling you the, <laughs> right. like, the entire step of the way and they're just like, well, we didn't think that you actually meant it. And it's like... Why would I go through all of this trouble if I didn't like like and yeah, yeah I I don't I'm going off on a rant here but <laughs> but it is like particularly with creative endeavors it's really difficult to get like family friends like the people in your life to provide you with the support you need because a lot of them just like don't take you seriously because creative ambitions are not taken as seriously as like I want to be a physicist or like. Right. <laughs> like, I, I want to be a singer is not something people take as seriously. <laughs> yeah, it, it... Like, it's a, a lot of, like, creative things are seen as as pipe dreams. 
Yeah, but but they can <laughs> they can pay off. They can. And you can do so much work and that's something that I've learned and I've I've had to try to like accept trying to accept you can you can do so much work and maybe it'll pay off but without that support like it probably won't <laughs> like if you don't find people who I I I keep coming back to this phrase don't find people who will give you a chance who will help you out like it probably won't work and yeah. like that's something that I'm trying to come to terms with right now <laughs> See, I, I, my goal, my my ultimate goal in terms of you know career-wise, is to make video games. Right. But I've all through all of these bad experiences, either through, you know, support systems or, uh, don't have enough money to go off to college or any of this stuff. I've I've tried to involve myself with with friends. Like I I'm someone that's bitter enough to just if I can't do this with you I'll do it on my own. But I understand that I can't. I <laughs> I literally can't. Either I don't have the confidence, I don't have the skill set. I understand my my limitations. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to try to do what I can about them, but I understand that I can't do everything by myself as much as I want to and so I'll force myself to keep trying but that's that's a part of like my my move to the uh, move to the the west coast is out here I can talk to someone who wants to get into video games but their idea is basically you know wouldn't it be cool if there was a game where insert character a fights insert character B you know, and they had to team up to save the save the galaxy from insert character C from some other completely random thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> End of conversation. And it's like that that's that's like a a drunken thought that gets that gets nowhere. Right. That's that's not a that's not a concept. Like the they're they're saying it for for the sheer fact of it's it's like, you know, uh, death battle. I forget what YouTube channel does that, where it's like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if, uh, if Samurai, Samurai Jack fights Afro Samurai? It's like, yeah, that would be, and it looks cool. It's like, okay, let's, let's turn that into a game. It's like, no, no, that's, that's not where that goes. That's, that's like a five minute video at most. Like, like being surrounded with, with those people. Mm-hmm. Or, or at most, the creative types around here are uh, musicians, and it's like great musicians. I can work with them, but that's not going to help me, you know, with programming, with business, with this, 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 and, and there's so many things. Yeah, and even like as someone who uh, wants to go into music, because location, as far as getting things off the ground, location is everything. Well, not everything. Location is a huge part of, like, like being in the right place. And here isn't the right place. Because, like, even as a musician, there's a lot of musicians in the area. It's a pretty thriving music scene. And that's great. And they're great. But, like, the vast majority of it 
is pop punk bands that like they're they they'll spend most of their like youth just playing local shows and they're not really trying to do anything huge with it which is great but like yeah it's it's a hobby but if you want to do anything <laughs> past right. the hobby level you have to to get that you know take that extra step and and that's that's something that you know no no offense to some of the some of the friends in the scenario I'm about to mention, but <laughs> uh, part of what I need to do right now is network, especially being all of this really comes down to networking. Mm-hmm. You know, with with rental history, the reason why they want you to have rental history is so that they can build a network with your past landlord to figure out is this person you know up to snuff. But even with you know creatively finding the people who either can or want to work with you on something is important. Right. You know, I, I, for the, for the channel, I messaged, uh, messaged Dingo to see if she could do a commission for us. And it's turned into, into a friendship. You know, whether or not we work on anything in the future or not has nothing to do with the fact that we've built this connection it's important and it's 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 more than just an acquaintanceship it's more than just you know i worked with that person that one time right you know like having a real genuine connection to someone who is like also trying to do things creatively maybe not even necessarily the same thing as you no it's extremely valuable it's it's being around other ambitious people is is nice it's yeah. it's and and it's and especially going into something creative you know you you never know when you might need their help on something whether it just be for advice or for you know genuine work it it's important to to establish these connections but if you can't if you can't find these people, or you can't, you know, dumb luck into a uh, into a, a conversation with them, you know, I've been reading uh, Dingo's comics for a couple of years online. In my mind, like watching or looking at her comics, she was way up there in terms of like content creators, because <laughs> I had liked her page for so long and. Every post that I saw, you know, getting posted had so many likes and so many shares and, and things like that. And it's one of those, this, this is someone way up here and I'm way down at the base level, mm-hmm. you know. But she, she responded and we're friends now. Yep, and, and thankfully turned out to be not one of those people who plays the numbers game. And like, that's another problem with trying to make connections the i'm bigger than you so i don't want to talk to you people <laughs> no it, it's that's one of the things from this move that i want that i feel like would really help getting any kind of creative ambition off the ground is just meeting people who are also trying to make this their lives because like 
you know, like I said, everyone around here who's a musician and this is their hobby and they like do it all the time. They love it, but it's their hobby. Yeah, it's not and, it's not their career. Yeah, like meeting people who are trying to make this their career. They're like the way they survive. Like that That that's that's that extra step. Yeah. You know? And and that's that's part of what I was uh making the disclaimer for. That's that's one thing that I I could do this anywhere, but for the effort it would take to do it here is is damn near impossible right right now going into my field i need to meet other people with the skills that i need and even other people uh doing the same things that i do i need to to meet these people but where can i meet these people well i can meet them at conventions and i can meet them at colleges at art colleges so i either need to go to an art college which I don't have the money for mm-hmm. and I can't get a loan because I don't know if I'll ever be able to pay that off uh, so I just need to dumb look across these people being near those colleges right dumb look across them on the internet which most people on the internet are working are, are freelancers or someone working for somebody but most people on the internet won't just do this for the exposure they won't just do this because you know out of the kindness of their heart. They're, they won't just do this because, you know, you're starting off, you need someone to help you with this thing. That They want compensation for it. Right. Or, you know, I... Which, like, yes, you should get compensation for any work you do. Yeah, well, of like, course. <laughs> of, of, of course. I'm not, I'm not it saying that It just makes things a little more difficult for, for us starting here, off, yeah. here down on the ground. <laughs> uh, or you need to... Uh, uh, build connections by meeting these people at conventions. I have so many friends who they they live with their parents, they've lived with their parents for years, and even before they had their own jobs, and and a lot of them still live with their parents, but before they had their own jobs, they they went away to college. And while away at college, they went to all these conventions, and then they moved back home. And while they're back home, they're still going to all of these conventions. That travel, that 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 travel expense, it is that it is an it, it is an expense. It is right expensive to go to you know, go to to to, uh, to L. A. and go to Seattle and go to New York and go to Austin for all of these conventions and things like that. But these friends are doing it, and they've been doing it while going to uh, they've been doing it while going to school. They've been doing it while uh, while back. They they have a, a new uh you know new jobs and everything that they're working here. I mean they're still working entry level retail, getting paid minimum wage just like the rest of us, and yet they can still do all of this stuff, and that's because they're living in a with a support network. Right. You know they're they're living with their parents, and their parents make enough to pay for them to do all of these things. Yeah. So it's like I have supportive parents, but I don't have parents who can give me the money to go do all these things and like <laughs> and and what would it take to be able to do this on your own that level of work like out out here where where we are minimum wage is uh 825 mm-hmm. 825 working at least 30 hours a week equals somewhere around 800 bucks a month 
So even if you bump that to an, to an uh, up to full time, you're only making about eleven to twelve hundred dollars. Right. That right there. Which like. <laughs> yeah. Barely covers rent. Yeah, depending and 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 most most or rent doesn't cover rent in yeah, some places. Yeah, if you're if you're working part time, let's let's give you that that eight hundred a month, uh, you know, paycheck. That's only enough to pay for a studio apartment. That's not including utilities or groceries or anything. That's that's it. You you can get a studio and that's about it. That's not enough money to to save up for anything. That's not enough yeah, money to... Yeah, and we are talking about the area that we're in. I know it's different in some places. Like, some places are cheaper or the minimum wage is higher. This is where we are. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, your situation might might vary, and but you still might be going through the same issues of doing anything on your own these days. You, you physically can't do it. Right. But Or, if you do, the extent that you would have to work in order to get it done would would kill you yeah that's a, like what i was saying to you that you kind of started to contest a little bit was the anyone who says that they anyone successful who says that they made it there all by themselves with no help from anybody just through their hard work i feel like is full of shit <laughs> <laughs> like i'm just going to throw that out there because there's no way like you're even if the help that you got, if it was, like, just mostly your hard work, somebody had to give you a chance. Somebody had and, to and give that, you that first job. Somebody had to, like... See, see, when you when you get it down to that level, like, yes, that Somebody that had to help you. Yeah. There's just, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's, it's like, uh, I had a... Uh, no way you didn't get lucky somewhere. There's no way you didn't, like... No, while, while my manager was on vacation, uh, this, this other lady filled in, uh, filled in for him. Never talked to her before, but she knew that I was, uh, moving. And I was telling her how hard it is, you know, finding a place, and her response was basically, uh, well, she... She moved out and didn't have a. Uh, she moved out with no rent, rental, uh, rental history or anything like that when she was uh, when she was sixteen, and she didn't have an issue with it. And it was just like, how? Oh well, there was a restaurant with an apartment above it, and the owner said I could live there, and he'll just take the the cost of rent out of my paycheck. It's like that's an amazing deal. That is a supremely lucky. Yeah, like, but that but that is that is is an amount of help. Yeah, See, that is that is a lot of help. Like he and and but and also the fact that you could do that work, you're working at the restaurant that owns the apartment above you, and you're staying in the apartment, and he's just taking the rent out of your check. How big are your checks at that point? Right. Where where your your employer can take your rent out of your check and still. You you had to live off of something. You weren't just living off of everything inside the restaurant. Right. Like like that. See to that extent, yes, you you're correct. Someone had to give you when you you got your first job. Someone had to give you your first job. Someone always has to give you a job. That does count as assistance. Yes, that that is that is help. Like. 
And that's because when I when I say I, I need help for like getting somewhere, I'm not asking anyone to baby me and hand me everything on a silver platter. I'm just asking for that chance. Yeah. Like. And and that that's really what all of this is is for. That's that's where the struggle comes in. You you need someone to give you the chance to start everything right you know when you're when you're someone who understands that like you're not immediately going to have thousands of dollars to sink into a studio to like everything or like yeah i mean i mean it's it it's like this and this this is a a uh real life scenario that happened to us twice in the last two weeks where there were two places that were completely you know they were they were nice they were talkative they were were in talks and understood our situation and were very you know uh, sympathetic and were willing to work with us and their compromise to you know in order to give us a chance what we would have to do is prove that we had at least fifty thousand dollars fifty thousand and dollars my house wait, was only a few grand more than that wait like wait, the wait. house my parents live in was like fifty three thousand or something like that like, fifty thousand dollars and pay three months rent in advance yeah <laughs> so that that's prove that we have fifty thousand dollars and then which pay, is basically saying you're not getting this place. yeah prove, <laughs> prove that you have fifty five thousand dollars and then pay forty five hundred up front yeah just like if we had fifty thousand dollars we wouldn't be renting a place could get a house we we couldn't get like an extravagant house but we could get a house for fifty thousand dollars you you could get a house for less than that (laughs) yeah and 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 therein lies the issue how is that your compromise to we understand your yeah, situation? That, that's a comprom that's not a compromise. That's a no. Yeah. That's like if you view that as a compromise, either you you don't want these people here or you don't know how the economy works yeah, anymore. You don't you don't understand what it's like to not make like a ton of money. That's the other thing. A lot of the people up top there who don't understand the money struggle. Again, with a lot of this, these things don't really apply to rich people that I brought up in the beginning. Because a lot of the people up top are rich people and they don't see, like, say you're a musician, you're paying $100 for an hour in the studio. They don't understand that $100 is a lot of money for, like, for an hour in a studio. That's a lot of money. Uh, $100 is... Like, like, on $100, you can get groceries for a few weeks. Yeah. On $100, that is at least, depending on your, your level of usage, that is at least two utility bills. One, if you're really, really using a lot, which you might. Like, right now, you, in, in this world, in this country, you need the internet. It is becoming essential for every single job now. Right. To have access to the internet, which means that you have to to have a computer. So you have to go out there and spend the money to buy a computer. You need to go out there and spend the money to have internet, not just television. Uh, 
that can be that can be expensive especially depending on where you where you live there's you know different providers every provider has their own you know variation of coverage so maybe you know there's one provider but they don't cover that one section of the town <coughs> that you live in right there there's all these variables but to make that work that costs more money a hundred dollars is a lot yeah <laughs> and like if i had the money like i uh, some people will, will go on especially with like artsy stuff go on about like well if you really cared about your craft like the the whole starving artist ideal is fucked up like i'm not gonna not eat for a week for the sake of like <laughs> no i mean here here's been the last like here's here's been the last year for me and and i i understand the mentality of the starving artist but here's been the last year i went back to went back to school uh and i also had to get a job to save for this move so i'm from nine until about three i'm at school then i immediately leave school to go to work and i'm there I'm I'm there like three thirty four o'clock until nine ish, and then I have to come home. I'm not getting home until about ten. Then I have homework. Right. But I also have to make sure that I'm going to sleep so that I can actually wake up in time to go to school the next day. Where in that time frame do you have time to work on your craft? Because it, it wasn't the, the, the weekends, because the weekends were for my online classes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... When I was taking piano lessons, my instructor would tell me that I should be practicing three to four hours a day. But where do you and have three to four hours where? to spare? Yeah, where do you have three to four <laughs> hours to spare? Like, like, let me give you my schedule. Find three to four hours in here where I don't have something to do. <laughs> like, no, and, but I don't and, have any other obligations. <laughs> and and it's it's like with this with the schedule that I had, my only free day would be you know Sundays, and. This stuff right now is something that I want to do. It's something that I enjoy doing. It's also something that I can potentially, if done properly, make money doing. Mm -hmm. Which could then support us going forward. So in order to make sure that it can pay off, we need to maintain it. And so this is this is work. This isn't, you know, like, I'm, I'm doing it as a hobby, but I understand that, you know, if I put in the extra effort, it, it can be more than that. So I want to put in that extra bit of effort. So Sundays, that's not a day to practice. Sunday is a day to work on the podcast, on streaming, on recording. Right. And we, we get together at about noon, and we do this until about seven-ish. Yeah. That's, and that's literally like a whole shift at yeah. like any job. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then then we we end at seven so that I can because before before we were both doing as much we used to go a lot later than this. Yeah. Like there was there was I think yeah, the long, our longest room. session was was uh like either midnight or one a.m. and I think that we, was contradiction. Like, yeah, we recorded just the entire day until like really really late into the night, and we can't really do that. And, so much anymore no but like because like, we have to, things to do in the morning <laughs> <laughs> some jobs and like, like that's why we cut off at seven because it got shit to do in the morning <laughs> and and that's part of why like every now and then you know i want to consistently release the uh the podcast and i want to consistently release uh streams and and videos but Within the the normal week, where do you have the time to edit? That takes time. Yeah. That's also going to be another thing. As, as far as, like, streaming and stuff, like, that, that's another thing where us living together is going to help a lot. Yeah, I mean, content in, content in general is going to be easier because, again, yeah. lo- location is important. Yeah. We live in two completely different cities. <laughs> it is and a- it's just, when do we both have a day off is when we get to record. If we're living together, it's like, okay, when are we both off work at the same time? Like, not necessarily is this entire day free, but just do we both have this afternoon? Yeah. To like-, like, hey, got a couple hours? Let's, <laughs> let's sit down and record some videos or something. Hey, you have like 50 minutes? Let's do a podcast about some random shit that happened down the street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I know a lot of a lot of this this podcast so far, like just this episode has been probably it might have sounded like us just like being millennials complaining about, like, <laughs> but like it's not that we're not willing to put in the work. It's not that we don't want to work hard. It's just it's frustrating yeah that's all it is it's frustrating and we like to take this time (laughs) to complain and force all our frustrations on anyone who happens to find this yeah now now that things are are going well (laughs) uh let's let's take the time to complain about how things have not been going well yeah it's still frustrating like Oh, this completely. this thing went well, and we're like we, we have an apartment, and it's really exciting. Well, well, and, and, it, and like and even even that it like, opens up a whole world of possibilities, and that's even just somebody giving us a chance to be like, yes, you can live here. Yeah, and, opens and, up so much. And 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 that like, that right, but but this entire thing like here here's how this process went. We've been going from management company to property management company. And they've been saying, you know, you don't have enough, you know, you don't have enough uh, renter's insurance, you don't have enough this, you don't have enough that, you don't have a cosigner, you don't have this. And it's, no one was willing to give us a chance. Our only option was basically to find someone who is renting out a place privately. Right. And the fact that this, like... Like like getting a chance to talk to the 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 realtor, and actually get face to face with this person, uh, relatively speaking, because it was over Skype. <laughs> uh, we met on a Thursday, applied on a Friday, got approved on a Saturday. Right. 
I just, like, during this podcast got the alert that she marked it as sold. So, we're, we're, we're good, but this was, like, someone who, in, in our interview, like, me and Rose explained our situation, and explained, you know, some of us are doing this because, you know, we got family, some of us are doing this because we have goals, and our goals would be easier, easier done here than... Where we currently are. Yeah. <laughs> And and the fact that she took that into account and completely understood. And is like, sure. Sure, we'll give you a chance. Right. Like, that means a lot. It now. does. It really, really does. Like, <laughs> like, that means a little bit more than if we were to just dumb luck across a, a, a management company that, you know... <laughs> <laughs> like like last time when we when we tried to move, they they thought we lived out there when they approved us, and they they were literally just like, well, we already approved you, so if you can get us the money in twenty four hours, sure you'll get the place. But the fact that they actually told us, you know, no, we thought we were you were out here already. We we thought you lived out here before we approved you. Which was stupid because we put our addresses where we live <laughs> exactly. on the applications. Even <laughs> the jobs we had like had their addresses on them. <laughs> But, like, unless we dumb-lucked across another situation like that, this this was literally the only way we were going get, to get a place. Yeah. And there's, like, people who have not, like, have, have been, are in better pl- places in their lives. Like, maybe they have, they have more money, they have a little more, like, connections, whatever. Might not understand just how grateful we are for them letting us rent this apartment yeah i mean mean, on a on a smaller smaller scale like i had a co-worker at my last job who uh the dude's been playing piano since he was three and i asked him what i thought was such a simple question and it's how how do you like what could you recommend to me to practice the piano a little bit more. He couldn't give me an answer. He thought that I asked him like the weirdest question in the world. He's just like, "Well, you just what do you what do you mean?" It's like, "Well, I need to build the habit to 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 practice. Like, do you have any, you know, scales or any, you know, exercises I could do?" Or he's just like, "Well, just just play. What what's the just sit down in front of your piano and and play and it's like well that's foreign to me because i haven't been doing it my entire life right i need to to build the skills and and get the experience first to then develop the habit of doing this thing but he's been doing this so long that he doesn't it's like second nature to him he has a little bit of free time he sits down at his piano and starts like yeah (laughs) And 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 it it's he he talks to me about music as if I'm someone that's been doing the same thing as him for years. Whereas you know this is something that I just recently got into, right? And that's been the experience with you know people in in a better situation than us or people who have been doing this for so long. It's like they don't they've been doing it so long that they don't remember what it was like to start out. 
you know, this is all they know. Right. You know, once you have a decent job, you don't, you don't recall what it was like to get your first job. You know, the way, like, the way that I got my first job, I can't brag about that as if that's just the norm. Because I know that wasn't normal. Right. The way I got my second job was not normal. Yeah, the way I got my first job, I just, one of the many, many, many places, like, one of the last places I applied to, just happened to have a store manager that was like, you know, give literally anybody a chance. It's one of the reasons why that job sucked, because she would give literally anybody a chance. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it's it's just one of those, you, you can't... I, I can no longer, you know, well, I never could in the first place, but I can't go out and say, you know, well, just, just, just ask them for the job and they'll give it to you. Cause that's not how that works anymore. Right. You know, the, the level of qualifications that you need are insane. Yeah. And like building up a, like a reputation with a place being like a regular customer might help you. Depending on the place and what the manager's like, and <laughs> yeah, but like how? How but that's long? That's not a surefire does... way to get a job. No, it, it's <laughs> it it's might not. hurt you if you're a terrible person. <laughs> they know that because you're a regular. <laughs> yeah, and and how long would that take? Yeah, like going to that one restaurant. That was maybe because I I used to buy like a cheap as dirt combo. So it's like that that's at least six bucks a meal four times a week. That that's what? Twenty four dollars a week? Which when you don't have a job, that's a lot of money. That's how I built up that reputation. Right. <laughs> like, at some point you're gonna run out of money. Or or like, you know, going to the convenience store. That 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 adds up. That adds up more than you think it does. That's why I buy things in bulk nowadays. Because mm-hmm. I can I can buy a, a a twelve pack for like you know six seven bucks, and that'll last me you know a few weeks, versus going to the store and spending what four bucks on two personal sized bottles of pop. All right. Like, yeah, you know, you'll, you'll, as on your way to school, you'll stop in, you'll, you'll drop those four bucks because, eh, you're thirsty and you'll probably need one for after class as well. But that's still four dollars that you're, you're spending that you don't have anymore. And doing that over and over and over again to build up a reputation. Because maybe this place will give you a job. Yeah. That's not practical. No. It's that's really not practical. Not. <laughs> Those were those were flukes. Those weren't like that wasn't part of the master plan. Like this is how I'll get employment. I'll eat here every day for the next year and a half. It's like yeah, yeah, but uh, survive till that year and a half is up, numb nuts. I think that's a good place to end it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's end on numb nuts. Uh, if there if there's any moral to this story, it's it's if you're a person in a position of power, give some poor young upstart a chance. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. Is this going to be a little bit of a uh, a weird uh, tail end? But I want to end positively. 
like that's <laughs> positive. Let's, Give let's, someone a chance. I, I mean, even if you're you're starting out, just keep at it. If this is something that you want to do. Yeah, but it it gets really really frustrating. But you have to keep going, e- or even, it's really not gonna work. Yeah, e- even <laughs> if you have to put some things on hold for a little bit, you know, pick it pick it back up. You can always pick something back up. You can always try again once you're more situated. If you aren't ready for this now, for whatever reason, either you don't have the right skills or you don't have, you know, the support or you need to spend the time building up the the network and or earning the money or you know living and recouping think think out whatever it is that you need but if you need to to put something down to take care of yourself first right do so and then pick it up later wait until you're ready to attempt this but don't give up at that point don't put it down and never pick it back up yeah, you, yep. you put it down and you plan it out, and then you pick it back up. Then you move forward. It's very, it's very frustrating and depressing and, and really, really does feel like the world is just set up for you to fail. But the only thing that guarantees failure is giving up. Yeah. So. You, you, you can be your own worst enemy. And, and just... And, and I'll, I'll say this as someone who... I had to stop practicing in order to work towards what I want to do. It, it is a struggle to then have to rebuild the habit of practicing. But it's not impossible. It's harder. But it's not impossible. Y- you can do it. Life lessons here at the Dead Lounge. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> uh... Don't know what we're gonna talk about next, but nope. But I hope I, you hope you stick around. To find out. I just and spilled cocoa on nose, so that's a uh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, take life lessons from from us. <laughs> I guess hopefully we will see you next time. Yep. Whenever uh next time is. Bye.